0: Kate needed to be calm, but was struggling to process the scene facing her. In a major incident suite, unfamiliar to her, the names of passengers and crew of a missing transatlantic aircraft were being uploaded in real time onto an enormous electronic screen, the plane disappearing from the radar around 150 nautical miles short of New York's JFK. Having driven through the night at breakneck speed, almost 300 miles from her Northumbria base, she was in no fit state to take it in. Dripping wet in the doorway of the Metropolitan Police's Casualty Bureau, Aviation Security Command, Kate was counting down the seconds until it was time to sell a pack of lies that would give her access to an investigation that was well outside her jurisdiction. DS Hank Gormley glanced sideways. His SIO's face was ashen as she took in the mayhem, physical and audible. Phone lines were hot, personnel jammed into every available space, traumatised by their task. On the journey south, he'd been constantly on the phone, checking the net for updates, consulting press colleagues, an information-gathering exercise he fed to Kate as the miles flew by. The missing flight was breaking news. Predetermined emergency telephone numbers had gone live on TV and radio within 15 minutes of notification that a plane had been lost. A designated contact centre had been set up, manned round the clock by trained call handlers from Met Police and other forces. All this replicated in New York. Kate checked her watch, almost 10am. Nine hours earlier, when Hank told her that Joe Soulsby's flight was missing... The glass she was holding fell from her hand, shattering as it hit the deck. Symbolic. She was in bits, her breath coming in short, sharp bursts. She stumbled into his arms, the only prop she could cling onto. With her father's coronary and life-threatening emergency surgery a matter of hours old, she'd half expected a death today, if that was what this was, but not Joel. Never, Joe. Jo was vibrant and full of life, a skilled professional and loving mum, a survivor. Maybe she hadn't travelled after all. Maybe it was all a mistake. Hank remained silent. Kate hadn't cried, not when he'd shared the news, nor on the drive south. She was too numb. He knew her well enough to see beyond her professional persona – She was deeply distressed, trying to keep a lid on it for his sake. Joe was more than a colleague to both of them. Kate was in denial, unable or unwilling to accept that she was missing. There was a deep affection between the three, a camaraderie that was hard to come by, even by MIT standards. Hank couldn't reject the notion that Joe might have changed her plans. Detectives didn't write people off on the balance of probabilities – He'd attended enough accidents to know that people who were deemed to be aboard a bus, a train or travelling in a car were sometimes not among the casualties. That improbable hope died in his head, but stayed alive in his heart. What was taking so long? Fifteen minutes ago, Kate had asked to speak to the gold commander. He hadn't appeared. On the other side of the room, two men were deep in conversation one of them making his mouth go an arrogant stance. He glanced her way, deeply suspicious of the stranger who'd blagged her way into the casualty bureau, in no hurry to hook her up with the man she'd come to see. Locking eyes with him, Kate held her bottle, the enormity of what she was about to do feeling like a heavy weight in her chest. In her head, she replayed Hank's attempt to comfort her in that grim hospital corridor back home, She'd never forget the panic that flashed across the face of her second in command. Hank was in shock too, battling hard to keep his composure so that she could fall apart. She was damned if she would. Hank eyed the Met detectives. The cocky bastards turned their backs, making the Northumbria officers wait. If they took any longer, Kate would lose her cool. He wouldn't put it past her to march over there and intervene, and it wouldn't be pretty. She looked smaller somehow. Grief did that to people. She appeared to have her shit together, but you never knew in situations like these. Had he been able to summon words of support, they would have been woefully inadequate. She was on leave, with no authority to pull this off, and no hope in hell of doing so. She needed her mettle now. He could only hope that she knew what she was doing and why she was doing it. It hit Kate then, the enormity of a situation she wouldn't have thought possible a few hours ago settling in her gut. She focused on the man approaching, a detective with a confident presence, an arrogant swagger. He was late forties, tall, fit, unfriendly eyes. A brave face was required. The cause of the lost flight, deliberate or accidental, would be determined by others in due course. So traumatised was she by either scenario, she didn't answer when Hank asked what her plans were. She didn't look at him either, though she expected his condemnation for going off book. Kate had one focus. She had to find out for sure if Joe was on that flight.